Hey friend, I've had you look around your home on the last few episodes, so today is no different. I've called your attention to the paper piles and the clutter, but I'm guessing you noticed something else needing your attention. Was it that pile of laundry, the dishes in the sink and the dust bunnies under the bookshelf? As with everything we own, our dwellings, AKA our homes, require our time and attention. Did you know a recent study shows that women spend on average 21 hours a week doing housework? That's like having a part-time job on top of running a business and everything else you do in this stage of your life. And for many women in midlife, it feels like the chores are never done, but it doesn't have to be that way. We all know that routines help us save time, especially on those recurring tasks. So today, I'm gonna walk you through using the five steps we've been talking about how to create your household cleaning and laundry routine. So that way you don't feel like you're never done. Wouldn't it be amazing to sit down to work on your business or enjoy a movie with your hubby and not feel like you need to get up from your desk or off the couch to switch the laundry or dust that shelf? Be sure to jot down all five steps to create a routine that cuts down your time and gives you the time you need to invest in who and what matters most. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Now, before we dive into tasks that every woman listening needs to do on a regular basis, How are you doing with not doing on a regular basis? As in not always doing a task or checking a box or completing a chore in your life or business. If you're like Lissa, I don't know where there was life when there is life without doing. Let me just say, I hear you. That was me for way too long. I was always doing, pouring out like we say from the moment I woke up in the morning till the time I crashed in bed way too late at night and everywhere in between. Because let's be honest, there's a lot that needs to be done. Whether it's making sure your family has what they need, your hubby and the big project he's working on. Did I mention mine is rowing the ocean soon? Or your kid off at college, or the one who just moved into their first apartment, or the one who just got married. (laughs) Yep, I got all three of those who still request my time and attention. Or you're not getting younger parents who suddenly make managing doctor appointments a part-time job. Or your friends who need your advice or your business that keeps getting put on the back burner, or your healthy eating, moving, and sleeping that there never seems to be time for, or those hobbies and interests that are just collecting dust, or your home that needs a little TLC. (laughs) More on that in a minute. Honestly, it's a lot to manage. 
And no wonder you feel like you never have enough time. But can I offer you one piece of advice? Don't do anything. At least not till you intentionally be first. Because when you make time to refill, to fill up before you pour out, then you'll be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually ready for what your day holds. And all those demands in your time will be there when you're ready. Let me just say, running all day doing is actually costing you more time than if you just push pause first and last to make sure that you have what you need. So feel like you need permission and direction to fill your cup first? I got you because I was you. That's why I put together the new fill your cup first guide and coaching video. That way you'll have a system to be okay with just being and the support to follow through and make it your new normal. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You've been running on empty for too long. So you just need someone to show you how to stop doing all the time. Go grab the guide right now at redeemhertime.com forward slash fill. And in just a few minutes, you'll have a plan to block off time to just be starting today. I can't wait to hear how a little space in your life feels. So be sure to come share with me what you notice after you try it for a few days or weeks. Guaranteed, your days will flow more smoothly or your money back. LOL, it's free. Speaking of which, how's life flowing lately? We're just over halfway through this series in the podcast where we've been talking about the tasks in your life that need to be done on a reoccurring basis and how when they don't have a routine, well, that system seems to crash. So we've walked through how to create a routine for your calendar management on episode 169, your digital device use on episode 171, those paper piles on episode 173, and meal planning on page on episode 175. And today, episode 177, we're going to tackle household cleaning and laundry. Ha, be honest. How do you feel about the household chores on your list? Are you overwhelmed and exhausted? Because after working at a job or on your business, there's still another half day's work waiting for you? How do you respond? Do you tend to procrastinate those tasks? More on procrastination with our guest on the next episode. And you're binging Netflix or social, but then feel embarrassed at the state of your home so you never invite people over or don't answer if the doorbell rings? Or are you like June Cleaver, that when you're done working, you're burning the midnight oil with a scrub brush or mop in hand, trying to get it all done while everyone else is clocked out for the day? Here's the thing. If you just clean or do laundry when it gets out of control, then it takes all day or weekend to catch up. Or... If you're always cleaning or doing laundry, well, it never feels like you're done. Both, my friend, lead to wasted time and that temptation to procrastinate. Because we all don't want to feel like we, we don't ever have it all done and have time just to be and be present with, what sh- with that should get to list in our head. Proverbs 31:27 gives us a model of what this looks like in a good way. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. If you didn't listen to episode 142, How Does She Do It All? A tribute to the Proverbs 31 woman and my mom. Go back and listen to this after this. Although we're sometimes quick to judge or compare ourselves to her, look deeper at her being that guides her doing. What does she do in this verse? She looks well to the ways of her household. Does that remind you of Ephesians 5? And it says that she knows the needs in her home and does not eat the bread of idleness, a.k.a. she doesn't ignore them or let them just pile up. 
she makes sure that they are taken care of because she's aware and she has a plan to address them. I want that to be said of me, don't you? But that doesn't mean that you are slaving away in the kitchen, the bathroom, or the laundry room whenever you're not working or building your business. Recently, I was reading about a monk named Brother Lawrence this morning, whose job in the monastery kept him in the kitchen performing mundane work familiar to most of us. So do you know what he did? He prayed and worshipped while he worked. And he is now well known for how he practiced the presence of God. In fact, listen to what he shared about his routine. He said, Applying my mind to these thoughts in the morning, a.k.a. his morning refill, and then spending the rest of the day, even in the midst of all of my work in the presence of God, I considered that he was always with me, that he was even within me. Now that, my friend, is the with God life. Maybe routines around mundane tasks are actually opportunities to worship the one who provided that thing you're cleaning and pray for the one who uses it. So let's work on building some routines for those reoccurring household tasks that we all face. Are you ready? The first step is to brain dump a list of all those chores you do on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. Just like we talked about back on the challenge back in August, when you try to keep it all in your head, it's hard to create order and it takes up valuable brain space. Plus, it makes it feel like there's always a lot to do. But when you can see it all in front of you, you can then wisely decide what to do with it. So feel free to push pause and brain dump now or pinky promise me you'll do it when you're done multitasking. Okay, got your brain dump in front of you? How does it feel to see that list? Ugh, no wonder it feels like another job, right? Because it could be. But when you create a system and routine around it, it not only gets done, but it clears space for you to think about more important things. So now that you have a list, next, you need to make a decision. Will you do household tasks every day of the week or on certain days of the week? Let me just say, I guarantee not intentionally deciding and not having a plan means you're probably doing it every day, or it takes all day when you finally do do it. But having a plan will allow you to choose how much time and when you'll assign to those needed tasks. So what do you think? Every day or certain days? There's really no right or wrong, as long as you've got some kind of a plan. I'll share my routine in a minute, but first, I want you to think about what your day and week look like. Do you want to make time during the week to do some tasks, all tasks, or none of the tasks because you'd rather say it for the weekend, aka Friday and Saturday because Sabbath is for resting, reconnecting, and resetting? I told you the story last week about my mom having a note card with our meal plan for the week, so you probably won't be surprised that she also had one for her household cleaning and laundry routine. Did I tell you she was a Proverbs 31 woman? She chose to do bathrooms one day, carpets another, dusting another, the kitchen another. When every area got her attention once a week, there wasn't much time for the dirt to collect, so the house always felt clean. In some ways, her example rubbed off on me, but in others, I chose my own ways of managing my home. I'd be curious to know, do you follow the pattern you saw in your mom? Whether that's to let it all go or always be on the go, pay attention to what parts you want to emulate and just leave the rest. So I know you're asking, how do I do mine? I'd love to share in the hopes that part of it helps you form your own routine to meet your specific household needs. So in this season of midlife, it's just me and my hubby. 
and, oh yeah, the two dogs. Honestly, my plan was to be done with dogs by the time the kids left the nest, so those chores didn't fall back on us. But somewhere along the way, I got overruled, and here I am with two dogs. And honestly, I'd have less housework without a dog that sheds and a dog that sneezes. Because some days, it's like having two toddlers around. So, I bet you're wondering, what do I do every day or certain days? And the answer is both. First, I've decided to dedicate focused time to my business during my day pour out Monday through Friday. So I block off time on Saturday morning to do most of my cleaning and laundry. I call it my weekly reset. When I get up, I start a load of laundry and keep it going till it's all clean, folded, and put away. I can't stand clean laundry sitting in a laundry basket, especially if it's wadded up unfolded, because then it's not ready when you need it. So for me, laundry is not done until it's put away. But I remember those days with little ones when the laundry needed to be done more often. But with just the two of us, we can get away with a week most, most times. Although my hubby was looking for a pair of pants just the other day that were in the laundry and it wasn't Saturday. So I told him I didn't do laundry until it was Saturday. <laughs> so guess what? He did his own in order to be able to wear them. Now, while the laundry is going on Saturday morning, I put in my earbuds and turn on some tunes or iTunes when I dust the main floor, mop the floors, and clean our bathroom. It's amazing how much I get done in just a few hours when I'm not distracted by emails or texts or random business to-dos because those all have their own place in my ideal weekly schedule. That way, when I've blocked off time to work on my business or be with my hubby during the week, I'm not interrupted by a list of chores. <laughs> Don't worry, if something really needs my attention, usually because the dog rolled or walked in something outside or ate another one of my Norwex counter cloths. I think we're up to six now and then got sick. I wonder why. I'll take the time to clean it up as needed. But thankfully, those times are few and far between. And then when someone randomly walks in the door, which seems to happen quite often here at the Figgy Farm, I'm not suddenly trying to shove piles and dust bunnies out of sight. I can focus on being present with who is in my home. So what about the everyday tasks? Well, those are what I call my daily tidy ups. I wash down the kitchen counter when I finish the dishes at night. I empty the dishwasher when I'm waiting for my coffee in the morning. I wipe down the bathroom counter when I'm finished getting ready in the morning. And I do a walkthrough of the living room before my evening refill to put anything back in its place that got left out. It literally just takes a minute because by doing it daily, I just don't let it pile up. Now, right now, no one is using the upstairs bedrooms or bathroom or the basement. So those I will do on a monthly basis or as needed when we have guests, because there's been no one up or down there to get it dirty since the last time. Who says an empty nest is no fun, right? But enough about me. What about you and your household cleaning routine and how you want to make the best use of your time? Let's pull out our five steps to create a routine that works for you. Are you ready? Number one. Identify the problem or need. What is the area that needs your attention? If you did your brain dump, you may have lots on your list, so let's make it simpler by grouping like tasks together. Now, do you have less than 10, hopefully? <laughs> Instead of trying to tackle all 10 at once, start with just one. It could be laundry or floors or bathrooms or main rooms or something else depending on your living situation. You're welcome to choose the one that feels like it needs the most attention or is causing the most friction, or start with the one that feels easiest for you. Either way, it will build momentum in the right direction 
And once it gets established in your daily and weekly rhythms, well, you can just repeat this five-step process with the next one. So, got your one problem area or household need? Good. Okay. Now let's dig deeper. Step number two, uncover the root issue. Why is this area important? Or why does it become a problem? Is it because there's too much in that space? Is it because there's not a place for what's needed? Is it because it gets used a lot? Is it because there's not good communication about your desire to have a clean space with whomever else is in your home? (laughs) This topic came up inside the community quite a bit around the paper piles. Or is it you and your own idleness? When you identify the root issue, then you can move on to step three. Plan out the steps. What needs to happen in what order to clean this space? Here's where that chunking comes in handy, because I promise it takes less time to do more of the same than to pull everything out multiple times. Based on what the problem area or need is, and your tolerance of some dust or dirt will determine your steps. I'll just tell you that yes, you can probably find dog hair on my floor and dust on my surfaces at any given time. But I'm okay with that because I've already done the next step to make sure it gets my time and attention on a regular basis. Step number four, block the time. It's not hard. Just decide when you'll do the steps you just planned and how frequently. Is this a daily, weekly, monthly task? Is this something that needs a weekly reset and then a daily tidy up? Once you decide on the frequency, you can block off the day and the time. Could I do floors every day of the week with two dogs and a hubby who loves to work outside? Yep, but I don't, because I don't want to feel like I'm always cleaning. So if I pass a clump of dog hair, like I just did on the way to my microphone, or I see some dust on a shelf, I'll quick take care of it, but not give it another thought. That way, when I'm with my hubby or with my clients, I'm fully present. When I'm fully present when I'm with a friend and when I do my cleaning, I'm not distracted either. So when will you do your routine for that chore? And better yet, step number five, who will you invite to the party? (laughs) Yes, step number five is invite the support. Now, your kids may also all be out of the house now, which means the dog feeding, the dishwashing, and the bathroom cleaning are back on you once again, just like me. But guess what? I'm not the only one in my house, and you're probably not either. So my hubby does help from time to time. But what helps even more is having those daily tidy ups so that way his stuff doesn't pile up and make a bigger mess to clean. And if you do have kids that have come back or haven't left yet, just remind them that rent ain't free so they can and should have responsibilities around the house. I promise they'll thank you for knowing how to do household things when they go out on their own. Oh, and I also hire a friend who has a cleaning business to come for about two hours once a month and tackle something that needs attention. Let me just say that's one of the best investments I've ever made. Cause I always say, if you can delegate things that need to be done, but you're not the only one who can do them, then it frees you up to do the things like those CEO tasks in your business that only you can do. Ha, so now can you breathe easier knowing that your household tasks have a routine that lives inside a specific time block in your week? Sometimes we're gone on a Saturday morning, in which case I'll just do it Friday, or I'll let it go a week if I can, because I've got routines to not let things pile up. (laughs) You too? All right, so here's today's community question. What one household task will you start with to create a routine? 
Come inside the community at redeemhertime.com forward slash community and share with us. And while you're there, pick up some tips from other like-minded women like you who are managing their homes and businesses and all the other demands on their time in midlife with ease and truth. And don't forget, before you do anything, be sure to take time to just be. Go grab the free Fill Your Cup First guide and make your morning and evening refills part of your daily routine. Can we pray before we go? Dear Lord, we just come before you. And God, so often we complain about the chores and tasks that we have to do to take care of our homes. And yet you have given us so many good things. And we have so much more than so many other people in this world. So Lord, I pray that you would turn our complaining into thinking that we would use that time like Brother Lawrence to practice your presence, to bring you into even the mundane tasks of caring for our dwelling. And Lord, I pray you give us wisdom to see the areas and the needs around us, to respond appropriately and not procrastinate, and to have routines that are going to help us make the best use of our time so that way we can invest it in the people and things that truly matter. Lord, I thank you for examples like the Proverbs 31 woman who looked well to the ways of her home and did not eat the bread of idleness. May we follow in her steps as we seek after you. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.